The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Our 200th episode of That's So Retrograde is brought to you in part today by our friends at Thrive Market. Head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde and uh, get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. Play the jingle. Scoot, scoot. Do you tell your friends you're meditating when really you're not sure if you are napping? Do you start your morning with green juice but only because your body is deprived of nutrients from last night's whiskey binge? Do you Google the sign of every person you've had sex with, thought of having sex with, or sexted with to see if you're astrologically compatible? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, then we've got good news. That's a retrograde is for you. Yay! That's so retrograde. It is so retrograde. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to That's So Retrograde. That is embarrassing. Also, why do I sound like I'm dying? That right there was from our February 9th, 2015 episode. Episode <laughs> one, season one. That's a retrograde. Wow. Can't believe you stuck with us after that one. <laughs> Thank you both for believing. Thank you both. Us. And uh today is well, first of all, I'm Elizabeth Cott. Elizabeth. God, hello, I'm Stephanie Sambari. Thanks for staying in the game. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. Can't believe that. Um, it's our 200th episode. By the way, the worst line read ever. Yay. I'm like, then we have good news. The, I, dir- the non-existent no. director is like, could you do it a little more natural? Could you maybe keep it? I, I will say that was the first and only time I've ever been massively hungover for recording the show, and it was a complete accident. Why did we do that? I was just like... Like, my rule is I don't really drink before we record on the night before. Anymore. Probably because of that. (laughs) So, lesson learned. Yeah. Wow. 200th episode. Wow. We really really journeyed. In celebration of said thing, we've got the magnificent John Arthur Hill with us. Welcome to the show. Thank Hi. you for having me. I'm oh. taking over. This yes. is a massive takeover, a hostile, hostile takeover, takeover. Of a your gentle show. hostile takeover. Yeah. Listeners, I'm going to interview your favorite hosts, the only hosts of that story, <laughs> except for today, because I'm going to interview you. Because yes. I know you have lots of questions. But first, can we can we yes. introduce you? you? Okay, say so really nice stuff about me. John Hill is. A multi-talented writer, actor, and host of many a show. And sometimes singer, and if you listen to singer. Amy Phillips. Oh, yes, that's true. Um, Radio Andy, if anyone has SiriusXM and has yet to turn the dial to SiriusXM 102, you are missing out because John On some Hill- insanity. Exactly. It's, it's like it's <laughs> like if, if the brain of Andy Cohen just blew up into our radio airwaves, and because of that, you've got two shows on the air. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell us a little bit. You have The Feels oh, on every Thursday. Every Thursday I host The Feels, which is, I mean, like if you were to go to an, uh, like Bellevue Insane Asylum, <laughs> you know, with like um, 
I was gonna say poppers, but I don't mean poppers. Poppers, I mean like those like fun confetti poppers, right. not like sexual but, poppers. But it could be those two. Right, exactly. Um, and then I'm uh, Andy's co-host on Andy Cohen Live, which is Monday, Wednesday for two hours. His time zone ten to twelve. My time zone seven to nine. So Early. I have to get up at five. So Damn. that's why I'm always like uh, on Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm a zombs. Wow. Full zombs. And I fell in Hot love zombs. with you before we ever met. I was like, this man is a friend in my head. And then we met as everybody should meet at a psychic channeling event. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, we also met through uh, Mikey Dimitrovich, right. Mystic Edible Mike, Spirit. who's on my show. Edible yeah. Spirit. Yeah. We actually did a. Of our first ever call-in show inspired by your show. Oh, my God. Yeah, we take calls on, on my show. But also, Mikey had said, and he does this every now and then. I guess this is his talent because he is a spirit guide kind mm-hmm. of guy. He said, you need to meet the That's So Retrograde Girls. And I was like, who? He's <laughs> like, you know them. You're going to know them. You're going to know them. And he predicted. And I was like, in my head, it's, it stayed in my head. Usually things just go right out the other ear. But I was like, <laughs> okay, that's going to stay there. And then... It clicked, and then we met, and it was like, okay, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Didn't you come to our Bloomingdale's event? I came to your Bloomingdale's event. I also came to your Urban Outfitters event, but I <laughs> yes. already knew you by then. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah. you've been stalking us for a minute. So I, I saw you, and I was like, who's this hottie? Oh, my God, thanks. I was, well, I was in the middle of getting reikied. Oh, wow. Yeah. The light rake. was shining the light, out of your she butt. was shining. In the makeup section of... as one does which tends to be the trend with any that's a retrograde event it's like yeah well we shine when we're here i first i want to say happy congratulate happy congratulations congratulations on 200 episodes that's a lot of episodes every time i say it out loud i'm like that's a a lot lot. (laughs) and i had to ask you i was like wait is this five years and you're like four and a half like because this was when i first heard of you it was um when Mikey mentioned you, and it was years ago. Yeah. I mean, 2015, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't, I, time doesn't exist for me. So I was like, wow, 2015. I brought you a gift. <gasps> what is it? Okay. <gasps> so, first of all, a congratulatory gift. Whoa. Oh is it poppers? It's poppers. <laughs> Let's take them now. Let's get instant, let's get instant migraines. Here's a Palo Santo oh my for goodness. you. Oh, thank which, you. Because you just gave me a lighter, and I felt like we're so synchronistic. <gasps> thank you so oh my much. God, that oh. is synced. This one looks a little discolored. That's a synchronicity right there. Um, and then I also brought you a sea stone. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, that's a sea stone. A sea stone. I'm giving that to that's Elizabeth. That's beautiful. Thank um, you. And then I'm giving that's this. That's a bloodstone. Yeah, I'm giving this to Stephanie. Oh, my God. Thank, thank you so you. much, John Arthur Hill. And if you want to put him back in the sack. I love bloodstone. <laughs> I also want to mention that you're, you've given me Mountain Valley spring water, which do you know the special fact about this water? No. What is it? The special fact about this water is that it is the only water Yolanda Foster will drink. Oh. Ooh, fun housewives fact. Yes. <laughs> so you worked on Watch What Happens Live for a number of seasons. I worked at Watch What Happens so Live for many have seasons. Deep intel. And they give uh every guest gives a requirement, a request for yeah, a beverage. The writer. And they in their writer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they and hers was always just like it like it has to be Mountain Valley Spring Water. Funny. Flat, not bubbly. When we were there it was tequila. From Yolanda? No, no oh. for us. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she's shading. She's like lying. No, we were just like, just tequila. The yeah, best fine. one is that Nancy Grace demanded skim milk over ice with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> Dairy is 
scary. But like, could you ever imagine? Is she six? <laughs> Is she sick? <laughs> Both. She's a sick six-year-old. Well, so let's go back to the beginning. So just yeah. listening to that that beginning of your first show ever. Yeah. Greenest it, as can be. I went back and listened to it, but that sounded different from what I listened to. It might not be. Maybe it's not available. Because <laughs> one of them wasn't available, and that might be just like a glitch. So just like yeah. FYI. Maybe get on that, whoever's yeah. uh, in charge of that. A retrograde glitch. Because that was... Maybe I'd listen to the second one. Anyway, so, yeah. I think we tried that, like, scripted intro thing for, yeah, like, a second. Yeah, we dabbled. Yeah. We moved past it. But like, you need to for your gosh. first. Yeah. You're introducing what it is. You kind of yeah. just need, as with when you're starting anything, I mean, I you, one always kind of feels like they're teetering off the edge, and you just got to jump. You got to have sometimes someone push you. Yeah, and you guys had such a good, like, I hate this word, but elevator pitch. I don't have one for my show, and I've been struggling for four years. It's like... I don't know, Tracy Chapman and Tori Amos. Yes. And then calls. <laughs> and it never worked. It's never worked. That- so finally now I'm like, eh, it's pop culture and like a roundup of what happened this week and like the people that happened that called in for Andy Cohen Live. And now like people call in like gangbusters. So it's yeah. fine. And it's wonderful. But you guys knew what it was. Even if you didn't know what it was going to become, you knew what it what it was. And I do love the story. The, fir- the first thing you and I uh, – Elizabeth, what you ever told me was that you did, and you've said this on the show before, is that you saw each other, you met each other, and you said, I don't know what it is, but I want to write with you Mm -hmm. um, to Stephanie. So just explain it one more time. So what was it? Looking back. Looking back, it was a psychic hit. But at the time, (laughs) I think that there was just some like really weird dating stuff going on in my life Mm. that was like so bizarre to the point that it like needed to, in my mind, I was like, this needs to be funneled somewhere and maybe it's in like a comedy sketch or something. And what were you doing at the time? At the time I was working in fashion. Right. I used to own a company called Closet Rich, which was an online consignment company. And it basically, and I had the inspiration for back when I worked for Rachel Zoe and I was kind of on like the editorial slash stylist and I was kind of witnessing all these things. And all I saw was all this constant incoming of clothing, whether it was from PR or people acquiring things. And then people having like five blazers in their closet and only wearing one. So I was like, there has to be some modality for for getting rid of these things and in a, in a mindful way. So I was like, it would be so cool if someone just like came to my house and got the clothes. So then I started doing that. And then I would sell them on the website. It was not reinventing the wheel. It was merely just like creating an online website for people to buy stuff, but then also working with like local niche charities so the things that weren't if anyone's ever tried to sell consignment it's usually very humiliating when people are like uh no we can't resell that for you so the remedy for that was we can't resell that for you but we work with this great charity and we Mm. can get it to women who are going out into the job force or something like that so did you feel unfulfilled like there was something you still wanted to do like what was the psychic hit when you met stephanie she was like you are so i thought she was so cool and funny and i just (laughs) thought it was really awesome I don't think I'd met many comics at that point. Where were you exactly? We were at, a, at our friend Martin Spanger's house. Hi, Marty. Mm-hmm. Um, at a party. Yeah. It was like a holiday party-esque, something around those times, like around Thanksgiving, I want to say. Yeah, it was definitely right before the holiday season because then we like hung out like, yeah, a we lot over the Yeah, because we were the only people in town. Yeah. And what was Stephanie doing exactly at the right Smoking moment? Smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette. I yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I remember we were sitting on the um, porch with Brittany Eustace and we were just like, we were just like swapping war stories with about oh, men. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Or boys, let's yeah. be real. That makes sense. Yeah. Because at that time, I was smoking a cigarette. Wow. And also, probably just when I was doing stand-up, my, like, 
story time about Dick was like a, mm. a, a flowing mm-hmm. fountain of terror. Mm-hmm. And so and I was like, I'm same. sure you were like a rapt audience and you're like, I've been waiting to talk about this with somebody. So that's And probably, were you single yeah. as well, Stephanie, yes, at the time? Elizabeth. Oh. Did I say it? Oh, God. You've done it before. I always do it. I, one time you called me Elizabeth Simbari on air, and I, <laughs> I really know. liked it. I, so did Steph. I, still, I will <laughs> yeah, always I do it. When you're not together, I keep it so straight. But when you're together, I'm like, you're both okay, one. Okay, we merge. We you merge. Do. That's hilarious. You should see our chart. Um, <laughs> what was the question? You're like a centaur. Like one of you is the ass, and one of you is the head. She's the ass. I'm not saying who's what. <laughs> Definitely, if I had to choose, <laughs> we don't need my I'll flat top booty hanging out. Of Elizabeth Sambari. I'm actually just going to do that for the rest okay, of the show. Perfect. Perfect. Um, what was the the question? Um, I don't know. Steph I was sitting on the porch smoking. We're swapping stories. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I thought I was going to be working in fashion kind of forever, and I tired of it. I felt like I checked all the boxes. I. And so I I didn't really give myself permission to really pursue something else full time until about two years into doing this show. Oh wow! So I was I was still had closet rich. I, I was styling a TV show. I was styling a TV show for E when this all started, and that's how we ended up partnering with the production company that we Embassy Row, yes. which you know very well, also home of Watch What Happens Live, and um, that was kind of how it, like the twisted tale of how it all happened. Well, how did podcasts come up? So you say, I want to write with you, I don't know what that entails, I don't know if that means I want to do st- like comedy, do we do a sh- write a show together? Where did podcasts come from? Whose idea was that? That and, came, and so it's it's a kind of a wild story of like everything happens for a reason, but I, so I was styling a bunch of YouTube talent. Right when people were like, oh, YouTube people, they're getting jobs. They were- Glozell, who was on your show. Yes, yeah. we love Glozell. <laughs> oh Loved Glozell. I just listened to that one earlier today. She's amazing. That was like a surprising one. We had no idea. We so were just good. like, yeah. she seems cool, but like she dropped the knowledge. That was yes. an amazing episode. Yes. So um, we, so I was styling this show for Embassy Row. I, or I started working with all of these YouTube people. They're getting book covers and hosting gigs and this and that and the other. And one of the, um, talent that I worked with, Grace Helbig, she ended up getting a right. pilot order. Yeah. So um, they called me to style it. I go in. I think she posted a picture on set. Then somebody that worked for Embassy Row, who I had gone to elementary school with, who I had, Britton Shea, no longer there. She owns a yoga studio in New York now. Yeah, never it's amazing. <laughs> um, she's always on the tip. She previously was at WME. This is like very inside baseball, but she was at an agency and she always got me into like great meetings throughout my career. So she like, we would keep in touch. She knew what I was working on. She said she had come to this production company to start a podcast division. Asked me if I had any ideas. Well, and, and Embassy Row really got into pod. They were they foresaw that podcast right. was uh, podcasts were going to be what translated into what we watch, what we take as consumers uh, as entertainment. So if they translate to television, right. great, great. So I know they were looking for very uh, much you know, due to the to the vision of Michael Davies, Michael Davies, who owns Embassy Row. He had a who podcast. Had a podcast. A Men That's and Blazers now has a TV show on yeah. NBC Sports or some uh, out of my yeah. yeah. I, who knows? Yeah, one of those. Things. So um, it does very well. Are you I know a big that. Sports fan? <laughs> no, oh. I don't know if you caught that. Um, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> um, so it was just all these like turn of events. Had pitched her a few ideas, and she's like, "That's not going to work. That's not going to work." All of these are all of those ideas now are someone else's ideas that are very successful shows right, right. now. Might I add, they're like all around fashion, entrepreneurship right. and fashion and all the things. All right, time out. You know what I feel is really fun. Tell me. First of all, that we've done 200 episodes of That's a Retrograde. That is so fun. 
Hold your applause. <laughs> no, really, hold no, your applause. Seriously. You're probably driving or at work. It'd be weird to, to clap right now. But not only that, that this, you know, we get to partner with so many cool brands. And this one that we are talking about right now, Thrive Market, is one that uh, they've been with us since the beginning in our hearts and minds. Yeah, they've really made it possible for us to explore all these fun wellnessy categories, foods, supplements, beauty, household products, beauty, being a lady, and saving money while doing so and not breaking the bank and doing so with a convenient home delivery method. And I'm going to top you on that doing so from the comfort of wherever you are. Yesterday, I was getting a blowout hair flip and realized that I forgot to go grocery shopping and was just doing it from my phone. It's really exciting. Literally I was, didn't have to go anywhere. I was in Colorado and did all my shopping for the, I kind of do it like twice a month through Thrive. And it was so amazing. I just took 10 minutes out of my little trip. And then I was like, by Monday, things were delivered. It's incredible. Can Two you? things that I love. Yes, please tell. Okay, so I'm obviously addicted to Who Chocolate, H-U. Right. And they're like $7 at Air One and they're five dollars on thrive and it's really good quality delicious chocolate i can't eat any other chocolate now so So i literally order like five at a time and it's just the joy of my life congratulations I i love that i know i just ordered from garden of life they have an unflavored organic fiber because i'm needing to incorporate a little fiber in the morning She trying to poo yeah and um i sent carolyn Barron, our acupuncturist a link to this because that was the top rated one on on Thrive, and she's like, "That's what I use. I usually get it at Whole Foods." So, oh my god, there you go. Hello, saving money, having it delivered to your door. So, Thrive Market is the home for online uh, health food, everything you would find in a gourmet health food store, but online and at a discount. And we love that. If you spend forty nine dollars, you get a f- you, they ship to you for free. I mean, the list goes on and on as to why we love it. If you want to try it, head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde and uh, you'll get 25% off your first order and a first 30 days free. So what else is there to say? Run, don't walk, guys. Get back into this delicious conversation, shall we? Yeah, where did the idea for the like quest for wellness so that came and comedy intersection come from? Our conversations. Yeah. Me and Stephanie's like natural born queries we were literally like i think we should do a podcast about astrology and then we like realized that we didn't know anything Knew nothing and about we're astrology. not we were just curious not the vessels to be transferring so, that information yeah. so then framed it as like an exploration instead of an expertise and that's, that's why that's I'm what a really opened guys. up the world to us because we were yeah. like hey we're just out here learning and then people were like i want to learn too yeah kind of like Snowball. Those are the shows that work, I think, the best is when people can go with you. That's why, well, God rest his soul, Anthony Bourdain. Like, you want to mm-hmm. go places so you can experience things you can't experience. Like, say yeah. you don't live in LA and you can't go get your butthole funneled or whatever it is. <laughs> That's the scientific term <laughs> right. for um, colon, <laughs> colon hydrotherapy. Right. Or, you know, sit a on a funnel. piece of quartz, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, you know, if you can't do that, but you guys are going to go do it and you're going to tell it, you're going to explain it on the show in a way that people can say oh a regular person can do that and this is what it does for you and relate it back to like you know what that didn't work for me what really works for me is this or that and looking at just the 200 episodes well 199 not you know including this one uh you guys have covered everything i mean so much you guys have have invested exactly so 
Let's look back for a little bit. Let's a um, trip down memory lane. Let's take a trip down memory we? lane. <laughs> well, I, I just, we'll go out. We're just going to skip around. Okay. Cool. But so first of all, what thinking about like the week ahead or the week ahead, like what do you, is it just what's happening in your regular life? Like how do you choose the topic you're going to talk about on each episode? Are you like, we need to do, or, or do people suggest things or are you genuinely, what I like is that you're genuinely interested. Like uh, when you went on your supplement thing and your parasite thing. Still uh, on it. Stephanie. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like I really enjoyed seeing that because I think a lot of people have those gut health issues yeah. and, you know, and how they relate to your whole holistic uh, health. So is that how it happens? Like whatever you're going through, you it's make it mix. into an episode or how do you choose? So it's honestly the easiest part of the show is is figuring out what the show is going to be about. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's like we kind of just are out in the world and it just falls into place. Yeah, I would agree, I would agree with that. And then... And so, guest-wise, too, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we we try to make the calendar make sense, but it's not, like, thematically aligned with, like, right. any particular thing necessarily, like, seasonally or anything. It's, like, who comes in, you know, who we find, and then just sort of lining it up. But yeah. I think it flows. I mean, nothing really comes out of left field to me. No, it all feels... But I would like something, too. Always. Like, drop in some weird <laughs> shit. Let's go. But, yeah, it's really, like, I think... For us, it's really important that we have a personal connection to the guest, whether we're just admirers of the work they're doing in the world or we've worked with them yeah. or it's a topic that we're personally curious about. Right. That's kind of needs to be the through line is that personal connection. Well said. To everything. And so sometimes it's like we'll just be having a conversation about something maybe we'd want to explore and then truly that person will will meet somebody that next day who who – would yeah. be perfect to talk about that. And that's really how it happens. And that's why this whole show has been so divinely guided from the it inception really to to the weekly episodes. And you're still here. I know so many people who have even had uh, amazing ideas for podcasts who they threw in the towel. They were like, it's like not making me enough money or whatever it is. I mean, and there were just definitely kind of... times when we struggled through that conversation. Have there been? Tell me about those. I think that, you know... Both Elizabeth and I kind of quickly realized that the show wasn't really about us like it is. Like we're talking about ourselves and we're going on our own journey and we're being helped so much by the things that we're learning about. But, you know, I think that as soon as we started to really get an audience and they were being influenced and guided and just as much as we were, we were like, this show isn't really like about us. Like this isn't the thing that we're like making our cash cow, so Mm -hmm. to speak, in in the beginning definitely yeah. it was like felt like we need to do this for like a bigger reason so even though we were struggling i think that knowing that kept us going and also like having each other was really helpful because we could look at each other and be like okay like check in how much are we willing to endure what other sacrifices can we make where else can we get work like talk like, me off yeah the like am i going to be okay like <laughs> she stopped doing fashion like i stopped doing stand up like so much change in the context of us doing this show and giving so much to it that I understand why people quit. Right. You know, like I, but I don't think either of us really have that inside of us. We both right. bootstrapped our way through different careers in like a very different but similar kind of way, even though the worlds were different. We both were just like, like I was in the fucking trenches doing stand up. She's yeah. like carrying hundreds of thousands of pounds of clothes Show around Los Angeles, being. you know, doing <laughs> annoying shit because we both have that drive inside of us and yeah. we don't have a thing where, at least in my head, there's never that thing where like this isn't going to work out. 
Okay. Like, I don't have that. This is a two-parter. So talk to me about the integration or, or the interaction you have with your fans or the listeners, I should say, because it is a collective. I won't yeah. say fans and stuff like that. If, uh, put on your sunglasses. Okay. Fans. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I, I, I say I'm a fan. Um, I'm a fan and of I truly, you. Yeah, I'm a fan of you. Hold your seats down. I am. <laughs> I am. Um, but so when did you first start to say or, or realize things were going in that direction? You know, you weren't just saying like, well, I think this about this. You're like, oh, we th we are going through this and this is what's happening. And it's not just like like a send up or mocking of L.A. crazy trends. Like you're actually re connected to real stuff, sharing personal stuff and then finding ways to grow and be better human beings. When did you start to realize that there were people who were following and interacting and wanting to hear this? I feel like our like first few iTunes reviews. Were, yeah, like, and we would start getting emails yeah, that emails. were really important and mm -hmm. lengthy. Like they just people had been had 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 real shifts and real change in their life based off of information that they heard on the show. I've learned from you. And that was really cool. Yeah. And then, uh, and then there was this moment when Steph and I had gone to like a screening, and we were so high. We got so stoned, and um, we were like, "Oh, we need to go. We need we we walked into this place. It's now defunct. It's this like little like place on Sunset. Part? It's like a healthy juice sandwich place, yeah. and we were so hungry." obviously and um we like convinced them they were just closing the kitchen we convinced them to make us some food yeah we were it was just like classic like buddy comedy like stoner moment and this girl comes up to us and she goes hi excuse me are you the girls from that so retrograde and we were like I are we you. and we were just like it was that it was like the moment in the movie when it's like the 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 tone shifts into like the right. up and up. Like act it really two, felt like that. It was act two forever. Like Amazing. it was really cool. Yeah. And I'll never forget that moment. It was so funny. Yeah. We were like, we. she walked away and we were both like, huh? <laughs> like so high, like not processing and also so hungry. It's <laughs> like, okay, You're I guess like, we'll keep doing this. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any food? Yeah. <laughs> also like, you know, it, it, it was really fun. And there was a moment we had this younger producer at Embassy Row and she had a lot going on it the time that we were growing and she, I remember one day she like wasn't really paying attention and, and she was texting, she while, was texting we while we were recording, recording. And it was just like weird and I remember having this emotional response to her not being present with what we were doing and that is what was my own internal ping of like I care about this like more than I realize when I'm seeing someone not care about it it's yeah. making me be like we're either doing this or we're not doing this because I'm not doing something that I'm just gonna like put out into the world and it's going to be shitty because you're not fucking paying attention. Right. And that conversation Good. was, I think, at least I'll speak for myself, it showed me me. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay, this is real. We want to yeah. commit to this. This isn't just like a side thing. I was listening to the Sophia Bush episode, which was great, or one of them. She's mm -hmm. been on several times. Yeah. Right? Um, and she was saying there's the uh, – I love her comment about the – Gentle Heisman, is that what she calls it? Where there's a thought, you know, you have an emotional response to something, and if you don't act immediately, but you listen to it, and it's a no, it's a ping that's like, oh, that's not what I want. Instead of saying like, yeah. oh, sure, th or, or like, thank you for recording our podcast today. It's like, oh, actually, you're like, I'm more invested than you. Yeah. So that's a really hard thing for people. Um, I know a lot of, this is such a white guy, Thing, white male thing to say, but I know a lot of women who feel like they have to do that. They have to say, be nice and, and sweet and, um, you know, placate and say mm -hmm. like, oh, sure, okay. Um, 100%. So that's, a, that's another challenge. Um, and 
So, well, that's another thing that I had a question about, you know, hearing, talking to you guys over the past few days and, and hearing you guys email me separately and stuff, that is just like another white male thing to ask is like being a partnership. Do you feel like the differences you have in each other, you know, a lot of, um, people would ask a lot of ignorant white guys would say like, what's it like working together as two females? Yeah. We were actually talking about that with the Sakara girls. Yeah. Um, recently. Were you like, John's going to ask about that? No, we'll just, out. Just, the, just the idea <laughs> that like, you don't ask a male partnership. Like how do you, how hard fight, is it? I know. You know, because no one thinks that about right. men. It's like women are catty. Women are emotional. Blah, blah, right. Blah. And honestly, like in all of my relationships, whether they're with a male or with a female, the same shit comes up. Like I right. fight with my guy friends too. It's yeah. not just cause we're fucking different genders doesn't mean, or I am really close with them. Like I just, I think it's a person to person question. And for Elizabeth and I, it's like, we've, we a love each other and value our relationship and first and foremost. Yeah. And also we love this. So it's like, right. we're not going to let whatever our interpersonal bumps or bullshit are like, fuck up anything we're gonna like face it head on and the show has been such a conduit for us both of yes healthy wellnessy growth whatever mm. okay gigantic air quotes and i roll along <laughs> right. with it but more of like a emotional truly like spiritual growth for both of us in like our understandings of ourselves understandings of ourselves in the context of another person and also yeah like in our purpose i think right and and, and tapping into that purpose and and going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess the question is not about, uh, let's take away the gender part of it. I mean, I guess you for guys just me. Like girls with like emotions like, and like vaginas and periods. Like, do you think like women could like be to each other? president? Like, like, are you jealous? They'll probably just like get their period and like nuke the whole world, right? <laughs> um, but like personally, I guess for me, it's like how, you know, you work together. And what's interesting to me about your show is that you work together, you do this, and a lot of what your subject matter is tied to is what happens uh, off air. So right. when you're hanging out socially, does it bleed into what you want to talk about? Does, you know, are the, do you keep the lines separate or is it all one mission to like, you know, is this, you know, I feel like that's so retrograde is like a, its own multiverse. You know, you like to talk yeah. about what you, what has happened either individually and you share or things that you did together and you're able to process them. And so it's not so much like, Oh, your partners and your girls is that hard. And is that hard? It's more like being friends and business partners. Um, is that ever weird? Cause sometimes that's weird oh, for me. Yeah. It's weird for me and Andy. You know, it's the thing is, is it's like there was a moment and Hillary Kerr talked about this when she was on our show and I, and I really resonated with her because she and, and her friend started who it where you, there's a moment that I had where I kind of mourned the loss of our friendship of it just being a friendship mm. with no stakes involved. Mm. You know, it was just a friendship. And that shifted. I didn't shifted. even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't. I was just like, okay, let's do this thing. Yeah. Well, but in showbiz and being in L.A., sometimes you have you have to just go. But it's true. And, and maybe that is why I didn't because I was a stand-up and all my friends were comics. So I didn't have any separation. Right. Like, it was already that my friendship life was my professional right. life. And I love that. Like, I can't imagine at this point working with someone so closely that, like, I don't have a real relationship. Right. Like, at that to me, I'm like, okay, yeah. well, the next job that I have – 
you know, whatever it is, like I'm gonna get all your charts read and we're gonna have to <laughs> I know en- each other. I enjoy working with friends and, yeah. and family and like like that's why things have worked with me and Andy for so long. Like I before we did the radio, now I'm making it about me. Remember I said Please, I was going to you do it. Say that. You know, I'll just do the one. No, no, um, I <laughs> I want you to. But it you know, it's been a twenty year relationship and it's gone from low level producer on Bravo shows from LA when he was in New York doing Project Romeo and Top Chef, blah blah blah, to now, you know, twice a week, two hours live on the air. Yeah. Like and then, and also boyfriends before that. So like, but I, we like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are other things involved, you know, too, with like being there for the birth of his child. Like, I mean, there's deep, deep, deep stuff, but yeah. the work thing never comes into play. It's like, I love you. I trust you. We will like, that part is actually easy. Mm. It's like, oh, hey, like that was wonky. Let's do our job now. Right. And the job is to like have that, a relationship. Yeah, and yeah. Be that's honest. hard. And sometimes, you know, it's like, we have to talk even if whether we want to or not. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's like we have to talk about work whether we want to or not. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, hey, so like, you know, but we, I think that that rhythm has really tightened up as as we've evolved. And Definitely. it's like, we're going to talk every day regardless. And we just know whether it's like a work thing or a life thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take over now as the host of this show. Okay. I think we've had enough. In, uh, this is like uh, The history is yeah. a snooze. Jesus a snooze. Christ. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We Edit all it. that out. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of Andy, he did leave um, a, a message for you guys. I don't know if you want to hear that now. I mean, don't dangle it in our face and not play it. <laughs> So I you mean Andy Cohen, Andy the stealer Cohen. of roses and thorns? <laughs> well, that's funny you say that because the voicemail is actually about <laughs> roses and thorns. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Okay. Do you want me to play it? Yes. yes. Okay. John, what right. do you mean? Okay. Here we go. Hi, ladies. It's Andy Cohen interrupting my fatherhood duties to uh, leave you this message. I understand that you've been falsely assigning me blame for stealing roses and thorns. I just wouldn't love it if you would reassign the blame to Bethany Frankel, who is the person who actually stole it from you and brought it into the Bravo vernacular. I just made that term up. Uh, because she said it on an episode of The Housewives of New York at the end of a trip possibly the Turks and Caicos trip two or three seasons ago. And since then, I took it from her to end several reunions. You should blame Bethany. Thank you and congratulations. There you go. I'm deceased. And he's right. He's right. But I think the repopulation of it into the reunion sector is him. Okay. Andy, thank you so much for the congratulations. <laughs> and listen, we support you still using it as long as every time you say it, you say, thanks to that's the retro- retrograde girls for the roses and thorns right? section of this show. Uh, <laughs> I'm sweating. That's I'll, hilarious. I'm going to send that to Elizabeth so she can play it every morning when she wakes up. I'm going to I'm gonna meditate to that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, move over, ocean sounds. And it's really. <laughs> Sorry, call map. Sorry, whale songs. Oh. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, so it's Bethany's fault. It's mm. Bethany's fault. Yeah, Mystery what? solved, guys. Now you know. Now we know. You heard it from God's ears. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, God's. That was really sweet. Tell Andy, ears. thank you so much for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was like, I 
I'm busy. It, it was, he's like, I did steal it, but I did. I stole it from Bethany. He's like, it's Bethany's fault. He was very, okay. very adamant that you guys know that. Oh my god, I'm hurting from smiling. That's so funny. Um. Okay. Guess what? Tell me. We have a new friend. We do. It's so exciting because you know what? Who they're friends with? Tell our, me. Our, our pre-existing friend, CBD. CBD. And if there has ever been a friend to the show throughout the 200 episodes, I would say CBD is top of the list. Cannabinoid. We've been with Z- you guys. We've learned it. We figured out how to pronounce it. We figured <laughs> out what it comes from. Yeah. And here we have a wonderful partner today in Sagely Naturals that is been on the journey also. So Sagely Naturals is a collection of hemp-derived CBD-infused products that support whole self-wellness. They aim to improve lives with making you feel your best every day. They have a bunch of different products, um, roll-ons, lotions, and I'm just... Sprays. Sprays, and I've been... Supplements. Oh, wow. Oh, my yeah. God. Tell me. Oh, okay. Well, so I've really- been using this melatonin CBD at night, taking one at night. For the past week, it's been really enjoyable. Really, And then I gave my mom for Mother's Day because she's been having some trouble sleeping. They have this lovely like lavender CBD roll on. Mm. It smells so good. She's not really a lavender person, but she loves this and has been really enjoying it. I was really enjoying it. I almost didn't want to give it to her because I liked it so much, but I was like, come on. I'm obsessed with the Relief and Recovery Roll-On. It's CBD, peppermint, rosemary, eucalyptus. I used that this morning for my hangover. Oh, my God. Yeah, I like to put it, like, on where my TMJ feels and, like, the temples of my face and the back of my neck. And it just literally gives almost, like, an instantaneous sense of relief and lightness. It's so nice. We're so excited to be working with Sagely Naturals because we're constantly getting asked from our listeners what CBD products. It's such a vast market seemingly all of the sudden Mm -hmm. and this has been an incredible discovery so head over to sagely naturals that's s-a-g-e-l-y naturals.com slash retrograde and you'll get 20 percent off your first order my recommendation is to try like a product from each of their different offerings and lines yes and their products are free of parabens, synthetic fragrances, artificial colors, dyes, and sulfates, which we love. Again, that's sagelynaturals.com slash retrograde. And it's important to note that these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and that these products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know you've made it when you got to put in uh, legal verbiage. Wait, I like the way you did that. You sounded like an auctioneer. <laughs> Back to the shop. <laughs> Okay, let's get into some fun stuff. Wow. I asked you each questions. Are you ready for this oh, yeah. retro we're, wed game? We're yeah. ready. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so I, on. I, I asked you both questions <laughs> separately. Same questions, asked you separately. Okay. And I want you to, you know, it's basically a newlywed game. I want you to tell me what you think the other person said as their answer. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm so nervous. Um, oh, okay, really let me get to the list. I, oh, wait, should I get my list? Favorite Housewives franchise. Uh, Stephanie, what do you think Elizabeth said? New York. Correct. Is that true? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And I'm going to say Potomac because I know she saw it. That's the only Housewives she's ever watched when she was on acid. <laughs> yes! So you're on acid. Yeah, and wow. I was like watching the show, and I'm like, in Palm Springs. I get this show. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're going through like emotional human things. I've never done a psychedelic. Oh, come with or us. Or a hallucinogen. Friend. No, I'm I, I'm no. very scared of it. I'm I think very, I don't very, think it's for you. It's not for no. me. No. Okay, don't come with us. Yeah, no LSD or anything or shrooms. Shrooms. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I would I because I see stuff that's not there already. Okay. I mean, is there a bus station down yeah. there? Oh, okay. Yes, there yeah. is. Just making sure there's no shrooms in Lockerloom. Okay, next question. If your co-host was a real housewife, who would it be? Uh, Elizabeth, what did oh, Stephanie say? Oh, I misread say? this question. I thought okay. if I could have a housewife as a co-host was how I answered it. But Sure, that's if, fine. If the co-host was a real housewife, who would it be? So if I, so Steph answered it as if I was a housewife, who, who would I be? You? Yeah. I mean, do you know the housewives enough to answer this? I mean, I'd like to think of myself as a Carol, but... Oh! (laughs) I said you're Kris Jenner. Oh! (laughs) Even though I know she's not a housewife. She's housewife adjacent. That works. Yeah, no, it's a fine answer. She's in the Um, world. So... So that's that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) So you didn't answer it for me. Oh! It's the answer. I'm supposed to answer. Okay, so you would... if. If, if you were a housewife. So I guess who you say. Okay. Okay, so I think that you think that I'm... <laughs> well, who are these bitches? Okay, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm Teresa Judice. <laughs> That's oh. perfect. All right. Good. <laughs> I, don't I know. like that. Who am I really? Well, I, I read the question wrong. Oh, okay. No, okay. We'll move, we'll move on from okay. <laughs> Bravo stuff for a second. Okay. Uh, the next question. If you were going to colonize Mars and never return to Earth, what three self-carish products or necessities would you bring with you? Elizabeth, what do you think Stephanie said? I think Stephanie would have said her, the rebounder. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. The sleep crown pillow? The rebounder, the sleep crown pillow, and the cannabis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, almost. Okay. So I know what I said. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say? What, what I, did you say for Elizabeth? Okay. So for Elizabeth. Or actually, no. Tell us what what you said. What I would actually she, bring. Yeah. I would actually bring a toothbrush, face oil, and weed. <laughs> Smart. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. okay. What would mine be? Uh, I said f- face wash. So you. So Stephanie. <laughs> said, Stephanie said for um, Elizabeth. Yeah. You said what? Face wash. I said butt wipes and a toothbrush. <laughs> kind of close. Face wash, oh. cannabis, and a sleep crown pillow. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Butt wipes? I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, that I'm, would be helpful, yeah, but... I feel like you're like a lady and you like to be clean. I do. Yeah, I but do, but Mars, that's they... what the face wash is for. Right. So oh. it's Everywhere. It's a multi-use. Yeah. Your anus is the face of your bottom <laughs> half. Because <laughs> you're the bottom of the centaur. Yeah. Exactly. Um, wow. On Mars, though, they'd run out, and then you'd be like, well, there's a rock. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. So, true, true. Okay. Um, next question. If you guys murdered someone in a violent rage, which one of your past TSR guests would you call to help you bury the body? Stephanie Simbari. Uh, what did Elizabeth say? Mikey. Dimitrovich. I said Guru Jagat. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> she feels like she she could take care of it. She so really could. Sure. You know I know Guru Jagat. Yeah. Oh yeah, from like way, way back. back. Like pre yep. pre guru. I know her as Katie. <laughs> I literally think that if um, we saw each other, she would be like, "I don't know you. Don't. I'm not Katie, and we're we're done." Oh my god, I love that so much. Like okay. we spent a lot of time together. Who for would a Stephanie of years. say? I would maybe think like Andrea Bendewald. 
No, I also said Mikey. She said oh. Mikey. <laughs> I just feel like he's strong. He's okay with darkness. He's okay with yeah. darkness. Yes. Yeah. That's a good He would that's also a good make one. you feel okay, like, okay with about what, the murder. The murder. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, it was necess- It was time for them to die. Yeah. yeah. You just helped them. Death yeah. is a part of life. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I love, um, I love my questioning. <laughs> Me too. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is one of my favorites. I'm proud of this. Uh, shag, Mary kill. This hurt me. I know it did. <laughs> okay, we'll st- we'll go with, um, let's see how we'll do this. We'll go with what Elizabeth thinks uh, Stephanie said. She- okay, Shag, Mary kill, Sheila from Wild Wild Country, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and Lorena Bobbitt. Okay. Shag, Mary kill. I think Steph would marry Sheila, also shag Sheila, and... <laughs> Kill Sheila. Wow, good answer. <laughs> that's actually that a great. I know that's great. That's a really good answer. She loves Sheila. I shag Sheila for sure. I marry Lorena Bobbitt. Weird choice, but she's I not going to cut anything off. Yeah, yet. there's no dick involved, <laughs> and I kill Gypsy Rose because I hate Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just by principle alone. <laughs> Just someone needs to pay for what she went through. Right. Yes. Might as well be her. Yeah. Um, oh, no, we love you. Okay, so uh, what did Elizabeth say? See, what this is think? what I, I didn't write this part down, but I'll just guess right now. I have it here, I think. No, because I, I sent, I was confused about some of the things oh, as well. Right, okay. okay, so Elizabeth shags Lorena Bobbitt. She marries Sheila and she also kills Gypsy Rose. <laughs> I actually shagged K- Gypsy Rose, kill Lorena, marry Sheila. Whoa! I know, plot twist. I know. You fuck Gypsy Rose? Yeah. Well, she knows wow. how to fuck. I mean, she's like into she stuff. She did send a lot of kinky <laughs> photos. That's she so true. If you could be stuck on a deserted island with one housewife, who would it be? Who would Elizabeth be stuck with? Um, let's see. I know what I changed my answer to that, and I'll tell you. Yes, okay, you changed. Okay, what your did answer. I say about you? You mean what did? Who do you want to be stuck with? What did no, no? Say first what you said that Elizabeth would say. I said about herself. Yeah, she wants to be stuck with Erica Jane. Yep. Oh wow! Well, is that is that true or false? It it sounds great, but I actually said neither. Can I just bring my laptop and watch yeah. all the episodes? <laughs> yeah, she's tricking the questions out. No, that's not fair. I just will never forget when you saw that woman at the fucking white girl party at yeah Eileen too, and you like uh, you were like plossing like I've, I was excited. You had to like hide between in like a, a rack. Sweater. I was like, I'm just gonna, like look pure I was like, through this. Your fandom is upsetting. Yeah, me right that now. was after first season. You know, it was, she was like an anomaly to me. Sure. Now, now I'm more chill. I've seen her since. Okay, I've kept it I cool. Um, how about you? I think Lisa Rinna. Oh, oh, that's a good one. I said Lisa Vanderpump. Oh. You can have some entrepreneurial conversation. Okay, I'll go back to Rena. <laughs> yeah. Rena. Okay. I'm going to cool. go Rena. Great. I forgot that she's the, I don't watch the show, so it's hard for me right. to play this game. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. Um, if you were being banished for life and could only choose one supplement to take with you, what would it be? Uh, Elizabeth, what do you think uh, Stephanie said? Spanish black radish? Oh, wow. Very close, because I said digestive enzymes. Oh, my God, that's... Uh, is that what you, you said? Too. Yeah. That's I what I said. Oh my god, it's <laughs> important. Okay, if your co-host was a crystal or healing stone, what would they be and why? Stephanie, what do you think uh, Elizabeth said? Well, what would what, what would I be to her? No, what do you think? She, yes. Do you, okay, I think that she thinks that I am. Wow, a rainbow quartz. Oh. Oh my god! What did you I say? I said one of those majestic rainbow reflecty ones. Yes! <laughs> Verbatim. Oh wow. Oh my god. 
Cool. Okay, what do you think? A grounding stone? <gasps> really? I said, oh I think she'd be like a grounding tourmaline. clearing negativity stone, like a tourmaline. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Thank good. you. That's a good read yeah. for both of us. Cute. Cute. I'm getting so into this. <laughs> okay, last one. Um, would you rather Palo Santo or Sage? D- not withhold uh, those. Yeah. No not offense with Sandy. to the Palo Santo. <laughs> the Palo thing Santo here. I brought you earlier, Elizabeth. What do you think? Uh, Stephanie said you would rather. I like who would you, what would you rather fuck? Well, I would rather fuck Palo, Palo Santo. Sage. Yeah, I said. That. Yes. Okay, yeah. that was right. And I think maybe Steph sta- Sage. Yeah. Yeah, yes, she is. Yeah. Santo and Santo and Sage. Hello. Oh, we had cute. What we a fun cute. game. Pretty good job. Yeah. Wow. We know each other. Yeah. I didn't cool. expect the plot twists of your laptop and also how much you love Gypsy Rose, but, <laughs> but hey, this is all gosh. about peeling back the onion. There's Kink. still so much to learn. Kink. Cosplay. Oh my god. Learn about. Let's. Maybe like experiment with that, like okay. Munchausen by proxy yeah. cosplay. Some hot stuff, <laughs> sexual. Yeah. Like you feed me through a tube. Um, ew, ew! I couldn't <laughs> watch. Like I literally found the documentary to be less upsetting than the I know. Show. Well, they put sound effects in the tube, like. <laughs> It was, I, I was like, couldn't. oh my god, a blended up piece of pizza, pizza. is my fucking living nightmare. But they, I, heard, I, I was like, wow, they really put in sound effects. Like, yeah, um, it's anyway. rough. It's a rough sitch. Let's go some of your, through, um, as Andy put it. Uh, I'm dying for that. Right? Yeah, that's uh, He so said bravo-nacular. Let's say um, retro-nacular. Retro-nacular, yeah. Or lexicon. Yeah. yeah. Um, retro Con. Retrocon. That sounds like <laughs> Which con. is the name yeah. of our uh, soon-to-be meet, meet conference. <laughs> our cosplay sex <laughs> conference where you have to dress up as your favorite crystal and get f- f- All right. with a weird costume <laughs> oh on. Oh, my God. Hello, Santo. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, lady Baby. Yeah. yeah. Let's just run through them. Okay. Sure. Um, and then give me, you know. A little like brief The death. origin and a little death. Okay. So Lady Baby, we get this question a lot. It's exactly what it sounds. It's like your your mini lady. It's like the lady that lives within us, yet like we don't have to like be full lady. We don't have to be like our grandmas with like tea right. time, but we can like dabble in some fabulosity of lady class. Play. See, it would yeah, make some more lady sense play. It was like play. baby lady, but it's really lady baby. Yeah. Because it sounds better. If it was Baby Lady, you'd understand. It's what like it ba- was. Lady Junior. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Lady Junior until forever. Yeah. How can you be a full lady if your forehead doesn't move? <laughs> oh, so true. <laughs> we have a lot to discuss. A toxic facial. Remember when I had so much Botox I couldn't move? Look at this. You're moving now. So much better. Oh my god. I'll never go back to Botox. Yeah. No. Men ever. shouldn't, in my no. opinion. I love a man's forehead with like wrinkles and story. Yeah. Wrinkles in story. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's my favorite. I hate you. Um, I hate you. So one of the phrases we coined in the retronacular, mm. taking that, thank you, Andy, um, <laughs> is breakfast curious. Yeah. I think it spoke to not only our hearts and minds, but that of our wonderful listeners. Yes. And one company that has really just – Educated us on our curiosity. Satiated it. Satiated it is Daily Harvest. Guys, we love Daily Harvest because they deliver carefully sourced, chef-crafted smoothies, savory bowls, organic overnight oats, and more built on fruits and vegetables to your door. And it can all go in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. You can choose from more than 50 options. What? Hello. Hi. They're ready to blend smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, more. 
and every single thing takes one step to prepare. And if you're like Elizabeth, you can also add other stuff. Yes. I like to add some to the savory bowls. Yep. I love to add a fresh herb, maybe Protein, some veggies. Perhaps. Yeah, it's just it's really just a nice not only a, a beautiful thing to have in the freezer for when you're on the go or need something quick, but also a great base for for creating something magical. Ugh, the mint smoothie is the heart and soul of my life. I also love the turmeric latte and their green coffee latte, and it's just like an amazing morning moment. If you're a lady baby or a falcon on the go, hello, this is for you. So if you head over to daily-harvest.com and enter the promo code retrograde, you're going to get three cups for free in your first box. Damn, and if you don't want them, send them over to us. <laughs> Please. We both ran out, and we were just lamenting about oh that. So I need to go order more. It's daily-harvest.com, code retrograde. I'll be using that very, very soon. <laughs> I added this one to your list, saying yes to no. I feel like that's my mantra from now on. I think you should use that. Ooh, yeah. I do feel there's a very powerful thing when it comes to saying no. We minimize ourselves. Yeah. And we think, like, we have to do the thing that's going to, like, make us, like, I, I always feel like I'm in the principal's office. I'm like, well, I have to be... Uh, I had to behave a certain way because I want to be a good I want people to like me and approve of me and blah 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 and I want to do this or that but sometimes you've got to like you're grown up right yeah. we're adults yeah and you can you know sometimes you don't have to misbehave or fuck around but you can also make choices that are best for you that other people might not understand right. but like who cares and I, yeah. that goes to another phrase that that I learned through doing this show that is like become a mainstay for me and it's that other people's urgency is not my own Ooh. and once that came into my heart, I was like, yeah, that's how we're writing. Take off the watch that is connected to everyone yeah. else and toss it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I also learned, you know, when we interviewed Lacey Phillips, this idea of like some things come into your, your life as like a test to show you like, okay, what's possible, but it might not feel right for you. And I came from such a place of almost desperation like in my career or in my dating life where it's like, okay, something's better than nothing or like I should do this because I don't have anything else to do or I should take this because I don't have, you know, even if it doesn't feel right. And when you say no, you actually say like, thank you, but it's not totally aligned not for me. Want, yeah. And it empowers you to like be more connected to yourself. It's scary because financially too, you're like, yeah. oh, but I, you know, I should work, I should get a job. And like, that is true. And even if there's something so great, and the, but there's that little tiny voice that says, that's not exactly right for me. Yeah. It's okay to say no. And I remember one time uh, I had to leave a job just because it was going nowhere, but it was a great job money wise. I was like, you know what? If I don't renew my contract, the sky will not fall. Yeah. You, someone else will hire you for I something. will walk out of my apartment, walk the dog go to the store, things will be okay. Like I had built it up to be the most important thing, but you're the most important thing. My favorite is funk. Oh yeah, fear of not chilling. That really caught fucking that fire. That was it funny. It really did. That yeah. was a funny moment. Yeah. I mentioned it on my show um, on Radio Andy. It's so, so true. Yeah. Fear of not it's, chilling. It is what it is. It's You're just, you you just want to be chilling and, and if you're going out, could not be chill. So you gotta you gotta be weary of where you put your energy. That's very true. That's like a big lesson for me in this phase of my life. Of like, my energy is not unlimited. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever received feedback from a listener? I know you said this. You know who have been. They have said that you guys are helping or changing or you know, what, what? Does one stick out in particular? that touched you or moved you? I know that's a broad question, but like I do think it's important and it's an important part of what you're doing um, that people are listening and, and getting help from you. I honestly receive and really feel 
each and every message, email, in-person conversation yeah. we have. Like, there's nothing that – there's not one that sticks out more than the other. Like, they, I am so grateful yeah. for all of them. Like, that – we wouldn't be doing this show if it wasn't for the value that it brings to other people's lives. It brings just as much value to our lives yeah. because we love doing it. But um, – and we've been able to turn it into a business, which is so amazing and cool. But, like, each – time somebody says like love this episode love the show love you guys thank you for this like that is like nothing i'm never gonna like passively receive that it's always gonna be really digested what about like people have like started businesses and quit things that made them miserable and broken up with toxic people and had hard conversations and all of the tools that we've learned on this show that we've really applied to our own life it truly is like everyone's doing it with us what about the fear about was anything were you afraid to talk about anything um uh, and then you just broke the seal and it changed I mean I know there's something for you about the Adderall stuff yeah so that for me when we did that episode that had been something that I had been very much silently yeah dealing with did you want to talk about it I did I I didn't I thought when I was going through it I was like this is my own thing to deal with and I didn't even talk about it with the closest people in my life yeah. and it and my biggest takeaway from that is like there like that will make us even more sick than the act itself is, yeah. is holding on to yes. something and keeping it so that close to the chest you're only as sick and as your secrets it's true and like with with that for her like I was surprised because a like I had gone through the same thing yeah we'd so like, many people yeah and we'd like also age. like done it together and like mm. and I didn't sort of like I knew that it was bad for me and I stopped doing it or whatever, but I didn't internalize the experience. So I didn't even think that like that would be a way that she would be dealing with it. So when she came to me with this like heavy thing that she was like revealing, I was like, oh my God, it's just been growing in your mind, becoming bigger. And then when we started talking about it, I think that really was like a turning point because you know, like, you're an only child, and so it's, like, you had to, you, like, mm. were forced to go through, like, emotional, real things, like, by yourself, and I feel like that was, like, a sisterhood moment for us. Yeah, of like- absolutely, and then when it came to talking about it on the show, you know, it was interesting. We had Jamie Sigler on, and she talked so beautifully and rawly, if that's a word, about her, what she was experiencing with MS, and she had talked about it publicly in a forum of like people magazine and and, you know she had been keeping that with her for 14 years Mm. and then she came forward and talked about that diagnosis but then when she came on our show she talked about how like you know sometimes it's really hard for her to walk and some days aren't aren't easy and it sucks that she can't run with her son And, and you know like all of the things that like go through her mind on a daily basis and it was that conversation and how real and truthful she was of her truth and what was going on that day for her that I thought, okay, like I'm ready to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's so many people who, who have similar struggles and struggles that are exactly that, especially people around your age. I'm a little older than you guys, but there are, because I missed the uh, Adderall, what's the other thing? Ritalin. Like Ritalin, yeah. Uh, those it was our generation that really got it. People weren't giving that to kids my age yeah. at the time, you yeah. know? That happened a little bit later, so, like, I missed that whole thing, but, like, I can't... It, but everyone I know who's in their 30s 
has dealt with it, like mm-hmm. literally everyone. So I'm really happy that you shared that because I know a lot of people are struggling with it, like still. Actu- actually yeah. struggling. Yeah, even even people that are listening to this right now are still dealing with it. And like our thing is like it's not a coming from a place of judgment. It's just coming from a place of like if Reality. you feel out of alignment and you don't feel well, right? That's the reason. And that's what that's important because Adderall aside, it could be anything. Like yeah. you guys did sober curious, which I thought was so beautiful because it, it does become the obsession and the secret that you have and this like you you obsess about. It. It's not about the actual pill yeah. or the drink or the whatever it is. People become obsessed, like bulimia, everything. That becomes the obsession. So it's more like you, you can take a breath when you've said something and mm-hmm. it's not like attention seeking. It's like, actually, here's my struggle. Does somebody yeah. want to like work through it with me? Yeah. Okay. We're going to go. We're going to yeah. move forward. We have to. Tell me about the future of that's a retrograde just in general terms what do you hope just to keep going do you have a specific goal in mind do you want to share that do you want to keep it secret we we kind of we have things uh, up our sleeve we like to keep things close to the chest until they're real but my hope is to do 200 more episodes at least like we gotta keep doing this we love it so much yeah Um, and to expand into different uh how shall I say? Uh, pillars. M- pillars of communication and community. Yeah. <laughs> pillars. Um, I drew a spirit card for you this uh, morning. Oh my gosh. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap so this cute. up with this. And I haven't even, I just, I picked it and I put it in the document and I'm just going to read it. It's called Dream a Beautiful Dream. That's the title of the card. And I'm just going to oh. read it. It's a little bit long. Hold on. The urge to create is the same within you as it is for the universal creator. It also has the same magical ability to draw harmony into being to find beautiful order and chaos. This includes bringing harmony and the perfect balance of well-being into your body, mind, and emotions. This is also the part of you that wants to dream of beauty and bring it to life in as many ways as possible in how you eat, dress, look, behave, make love, create art, relate to your community, write your poetry by moonlight or bathe by candlelight. And then it has an ellipsis, which I don't know what that <laughs> That's means. That's beautiful. I, say I do a lot of bathing. Dot, I literally dot, just dot. cut and pasted. That's I, incredible. That's amazing. I feel like that's pretty applicable. That's amazing, yeah. Okay, we'll take it to heart. That's beautiful. Um, you guys, I think we have to wrap up. We but do. But first, we've got a message, I no. think, from... Oh, my somebody. God. Did someone else call in? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Are you guys ready? Yeah, we yeah. don't, know, we don't know who it is. Shall we? Pl- okay, let's find out. Hi, guys. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. I roll. Stephanie and Elizabeth, I just had to take a second from my mission. Right now, I'm actually orbiting our solar system, looking for new alien-based products for my website, Goop. Ugh. Anyway, I left directly after the Met Ball because my gown doubles as a space shuttle. Who knew? Anyway, I just wanted to take this minute to just wish you guys congratulations on 200 episodes. Wow, that's almost amazing. And you're really doing the work that I would be doing for the people if my website was more accessible. Anyway, congratulations to both of you guys. That's so retrograde is so Super almost goopy. I roll. Bye. Wow. This has been a celebrity-filled episode. Truly. Jam-packed. fucking dead. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Gwyneth, thank you. That's actually our friend Amy Phillips, who also is on Radio oh, Andy with you. No, I didn't realize. <laughs> she, I thought you knew. She is the queen of all impersonations. That was Every so housewife. Funny. Uh Every oh, every <laughs> sir server and Gwyneth Paltrow. Every sir server. So funny. 
You're well, serving. John, listen. How did I do? You did You're amazing. amazing. Okay, Thank good. You so Thank you. I want praise. And taking the reins. It's such a joy to not be in control. <laughs> Truly. You bottomed out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was bottoming out. <laughs> you both bottomed. <laughs> I we ran... both would not be bottoms. <laughs> we ran trains. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I like the term. Sorry. <laughs> I think this was really fun. I hope that there is a takeaway for other people. I think, you know, as we always say, honor your ideas mm-hmm. because this was something that was an idea and yeah. we all we all get them and I think the difference between them becoming things and not is just moving forward with it and putting energy towards it. That's my biggest takeaway. The lesson I will always glean from this is just like if you have something that feels right in your heart, just try it. You never know. Trust your friends, make your friends family. <laughs> Get paid. <laughs> All the things. What else? Get laid. Bring John Hill in if you can. Uh, I love everyone That's always and everything. The best yeah. Bring me in. Bring, yeah. Hill. Bring John Hill in. John, our listeners can find you on Radio Andy. Yes. Um, and at plug, John Arthur Hill on Instagram. <laughs> and um, is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Anything this else you want to draw? Thank you, guys. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. I mean, I think the last quote wrapped it up. And also, a goop. I mean, really just... <laughs> we're, we're almost, almost goopy. goopy. <laughs> we're almost goopy. Cheers to being almost goopy. Um, thank you. Congratulations so- on 200 episodes. I'm so proud of you guys. I it Time doesn't exist in my mind. So 2015, I it's very impressive. Like I'm so proud of you guys. I've seen you guys grow and it is beautiful. And you the another great thing is that you're not that different from where you started in a great way. That's a compliment. We're just much healthier of mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. And you've learned a lot and you've incorporated it. But like it's not like you changed your personalities. You're you are authentic. And that's what um I think is really beautiful about you guys. And thank you for letting me be a part of the TSR movement. Thank you. Oh, the movement. Namaste listening. Namaste listening. Thank you to Thrive Market for partnering with us on this episode and all other episodes to the end of time. We love you. Head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde to get a free month's trial and 25% off your first order. Yes, that's a retrograde.